Hey guys. Um, okay, I'm so excited for this episode um, for you guys to listen into. I have Amanda married here. She is an intuitive and a life and business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Um, you know, she is somebody who, you know, was in the cubicle setting, the corporate world, and she was like, "Is this is this it for me?" You know, you know, she was promoted a number of times. She had this uh, manager title. She was so, you know. She was on an upward, upward path, but she still wasn't happy. So she ended up getting this like pull um, on personal development and just, you know, dived into all the books she could and learned about uh, self love and, you know, uh, books around uh, law attraction, angels. Um, so that is something that she kept, you know, reading into and reading into. And she moved to California and we'll learn a lot of it about it. But I love also that she touches on, um, you know, being in the wrong one-sided relationships with all the wrong guys. Um, you know, she wasn't seeing her own worth and therefore she attracted men who didn't see it either. So um, this is something I really was happy that she was able to dive into a little bit for us because I know that this podcast talks a little bit about relationships. Um, well, actually a lot about relationships. And um this, you know, was something that she said definitely helped her take that next step too, um, to realize her self-worth. So love yourself first is really, um, the title of this episode because it, it is most important. You attract what you, um, who, what you believe you are and what you're putting out there. So I, I really excited for you guys to listen in and, um, all right, let's get to it and let's talk 30. Um, so here I have Amanda Merritt with me, um, an intuitive and life and business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Um, she has three programs, if I'm correct. Um, so the Soul Coach Yourself Coaching Certification and Book Your Biz on Instagram. Um, plus, I know you have a podcast, um, Illuminated Women, The Illuminated Women, and is a public speaker as well. So you are a busy, busy woman. <laughs> I am, but I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. Thanks awesome. for having me. Yeah. So it's so funny. Um, I actually listened to your podcast recently. Um, I love your voice, by the way. You have definitely a great podcast voice. Stop. My assistant just messaged me like an hour ago. She goes, by the way, your voice is, I love your voice on your podcast. This is the second time I've heard that today. And I don't, I don't always hear that. So I just think that's really funny. So <laughs> you do, you do. It's very like calming. I, I was thinking, cause I was listening to the two most recent episodes with, um, cause Charles Clay with tapping uh -huh. vacation vibration and a road to self love with Paul Fishman. Those were two really amazing episodes. Um, I love the Charles Clay one when he talked about low vibration places where <laughs> the DMV is the closest places to hell. Yeah. I laughed so hard cause I was just there. Um, but he's like, you know, um, it was too funny because he was like, you know, I made fun of it. I was doing, he was doing yoga and all that he said, and he was just like, make joy of it. Make, you know, spark up conversations. You can make any low place fun. Um, so that was really, uh, I don't know. I thought it was a really fun podcast. Paul Fish was like a lot of great insight around confidence for, you know, for all people and, you know, breaking out of those like things you're afraid to. So yeah, really fun stuff. I love it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I started bringing men into this conversation since I, yeah. I share and teach a lot of women on, right, not just women in business, but women who want to be leaders. And what I mean when I say leaders is like, 
those who are taking full radical responsibility of their own happiness, of their own joy, of their own freedom, of their own abundance, mm -hmm. of their own life path to me as a leader. And so as I, you know, coach and teach and train a lot of women to be coaches and leading high level entrepreneurs, really, it's like about being your highest and your best self, really all in that too. Cause that leads us to our mission. That leads us to purpose. That leads us to all these things. And so I wanted to welcome men in this conversation because it's so important. And a lot of men are waking up now spiritually and to choosing to be their highest selves also. And I just felt inspired to, well, Charles is a good friend of mine. So he actually sparked the whole kind of series. It was, mm -hmm. he was the first one. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring, and there's so many other men too. So if any women out there, think that there's more <laughs> spiritual men who are into this work and who are wanting and craving to be their best selves aren't just about going out and partying and having a good time but they're also like yeah. really care about the quality of man that they are in the world check on over checked on my podcast and mm -hmm. you'll see there's so many examples and and actually one who's the episode that's going out this week um i interviewed a reality star who was on big brother and he has a oh, mass, wow. a massive following and he's now turned into being a life coach so he's taken his past self on this show and who he was perceived to be. And he's made so many changes and it is just really inspiring what he's doing now in the world. So he lives in Florida. So these wow. men are everywhere. Right. And I want to show that to the world too, just for maybe single ladies who are feeling like, ah, amazing men don't exist. Well, that is a straight up freaking lie. And let's, uh -huh. let's unsubscribe from that belief because they are everywhere. And as we start to believe that we start to be shown it more. Mm -hmm. Well, so. this is like, I think that you touched on something funny because when I was thinking about doing this podcast and I talk about it a little bit in my last episode with my two friends who has have their own podcast called Healthy Scratches, we're talking about men confidence and all that and relationships. And I was like, you know, that's why I started it because I went through the ringer with relationships in my 20s and I was settling so, so much. And I just was like, I know there's not my person out there. I know that there's somebody special out there for me. And there is so many amazing men, but I have, you know, and I ended up meeting my boyfriend who I've is just such a phenomenal person in every way. And, wow. you know, I have friends that are, you know, dating right now and they're having such a difficult time and they're like, there's nobody out there. There's nobody out there. And I'm like, there is, you know, you just like, keep, keep going after it, you know, keep, you know, meeting just, I mean, even if you have a bad day, just like have fun with it. Just like have that conversation. Yeah. You never know what you can get out of it too, you know, um, in terms of, you know, maybe he has a friend for you. <laughs> Finds you a better fit. You never know. Yes. You do. Um, touch like and expand on on that pull and maybe that moment in life where things completely shifted for you to make a you know a change from that corporate setting into this like amazing leap of like in uh, new faith in this world of like you know lifting up other women and everything yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and it kind of goes back to something we just started talking about which is what I feel like we're being guided to share more for your audience too is around who we're dating and how we're feeling about ourselves, even throughout that process. And knowing that when we truly know our worth and we love ourselves, mm -hmm. then we will attract forth a partner who will be able to mirror that back to us. And a lot of times we're looking outside of ourselves. And that's what exactly what I was doing is I was looking outside of myself, dating all the wrong men, hanging out with all the wrong men, men having expectations that I would like, Maybe I would date someone, go on a couple of dates and like 
feel a connection and then it just wouldn't go anywhere. Right. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of women out there, we base our worth off of whether or not someone else is showing us love or showing us, showing interest in ourselves. Right. We think there's something wrong with us. And I just remember being in multiple relationships and dating situations where I just never felt enough. I always felt like I attracted these emotionally unavailable men. And I, it was the spark and the catalyst of my whole spiritual transformation and journey. Mm-hmm. Because my whole life, I realized I was looking outside of myself for love and acceptance and validation from the men I was dating. And because I yeah. didn't feel like I ever really fully received it, mm-hmm. it caused me to go on this journey. And, and, and it was, it was really painful for me, you know, at the same time I was, I'm no longer in my corporate job that's been long past, but when, mm-hmm you and I met, we were, you know, both working at the same place. And yeah. I was very focused on my, my career. And I was very focused on growing that and what was the next promotion and all these things. But inside in my personal life, I felt empty and I felt alone. And I felt a lot of pain and a lot of just doubt, self doubt and insecurity around that I just never felt like I ever knew what love was or had experienced mm-hmm. that because really in truth, what my big breakthrough moment was that I wasn't loving myself. I didn't know what what it meant to show up for myself, to love myself, to see how valuable I am as a woman and to see all the things that I have to offer another man. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't seeing that because I wasn't seeing that I was choosing all the wrong men. I was avoiding the red flags, right? I wasn't picking Mm -hmm. up on them. I was um, blaming them or trying to change them or trying to force them to be something I want them to be or trying to force things to work out. Yeah, And we never have to force something that is meant for us, but also it's like, we have to look at why we're trying to chase after these people that aren't open, that aren't available to receive ourselves. And once you mm-hmm. see your worth and you see how epic you are, then, then mm-hmm. that's like the energetic foundation for calling forth manifesting yeah. a man who sees that back in you, because in truth, our mm-hmm. physical reality are always reflecting our inner world. And, and once I had this wake up moment, Stephanie, it was like a light bulb turned on and <laughs> I felt like, holy shit, I cre- I've created this. And so I began this beautiful self-love journey of like grabs every book that I could find. I remember buying a stack of books at Barnes and Noble about angels, about self-love, about, yeah. I always believed and knew there was more than just beyond the physical eye. And I was always so mm-hmm. attracted to, and couldn't, I like geeked out on, <laughs> you know, all those things, going to mediums and all that. And little yeah. did I realize that I actually am a psychic. I am psychic as well. Right. And I, yeah. so that's a whole nother story, another journey of realizing those gifts. And for those mm-hmm. listening to this, who feel attracted to those things, likely you're being called to expand and awaken those too. But yeah, so I, I became so lit up by this, by that journey of coming home to myself and starting to come home to myself and realize this. And I little by little began to let go of all of those relationships, those patterns started to notice what I was choosing, how I was feeling about myself and worked on dating myself. And I worked on yeah. committing and loving to my own self. And it wasn't easy in every moment. It was a slow clap. It wasn't just overnight. Now I'm in this magical like <laughs> relationship. You know, it had a lot of things I had to heal from my childhood even mm-hmm. and things from my past uh, beliefs I had about myself, old stories about who I thought I was, you know, mm-hmm. based on my past and all that. And um, and learn to let that go and liberate myself. And in that process, I started a spiritual blog 
And I know you just mentioned, you're like, oh, I'm just doing this podcast for fun. That's how I felt about my blog. Okay. And I, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm in my cubicle. People are walking behind me and I'm trying to like get all the keyboard. <laughs> so they don't see I'm like working on my blog while I'm working. <laughs> all good. Got you in a good place. <laughs> oh yeah. I, when I was in a tall cube, you know, remember we had the short and the tall yeah. cube. I was in a tall cube. So I got to hide behind my tall cube nice. and you know, on my lunch break, I would be doing that. And when I didn't have stuff to do and probably when I had stuff to do too. Mm-hmm. And, and then, I mean, long story short, people started to ask me how they could work with me. And I started to take my inspiration to Instagram front off the blog so that I could do it qu- more quickly because okay. I didn't have a pretty demanding job. Yeah. And then, I, then I started sh- showing up, serving, sharing from Instagram. And before I knew it, I was taking on one-on-one clients Mm-hmm. which has yeah, snowballed from there. Now, what brought you to yeah. California? Were you seeing most of your clients coming from there? Are people reaching out to you from mm. like the California? No. Oh. no, that's such a great um, thing too, because I had this whole vision that I was going to live in Florida the rest of my life. I had family in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. I had this vision. My parents were going to move from Michigan there. And we were, that was like my childhood dream of just living there and being my, by my family there. And um, I spent seven beautiful years in Tampa. I am originally from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I started actually, I moved into this beautiful home in Harbor Island. Yeah. And I loved it. It was like everything that I wanted. I manifested this perfect place and like right along the harbor. And so it was just awesome. I loved living there so much. And it's so pretty there. Yeah. Oh God, it's so pretty and so quaint. And it's just, mm-hmm. it was, everything you need is like, you don't have to actually really, really leave the island if you don't want to. So true, true. <laughs> there's, there's like restaurants and all that stuff. I'm probably more now, but I started to feel this pull within me about California. And it's crazy because I'd never even vacationed there once, been there once, visited once, not even once had I been there. Wow. And I started getting these visions of San Diego and I couldn't get them out of my head. Like it was nagging. I felt this pull. I felt this strong gut feeling like you have got to go there, go there and you'll see why go there and you'll see why. And I started, I remember I started having these feelings like early 2016. Mm -hmm. And by the end of that year, I decided I was going to move. I went there one time in the fall. um, Long story short, finally, finally ended up going there with a friend. I went and I looked at her. I'm like, I'm moving here. I know it. I feel it. I know it. I'm being pulled here. Right. You felt it. Yeah. You were just like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. And then I started connecting. I'm like, those visions were so powerful and so strong. I could not deny them every day. It was like almost annoying. I was like, San Diego, which I don't live there anymore, but that's where I first moved. I'm like, San Diego, San Diego. And then, yeah, I go there. I'm like, got it. That was a clear, clear, clear vision and a pull from my soul, really. And it expanded so much for me by moving. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, I, I've never been to California besides like LAX airport. So mm, yeah. It oh, count. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it totally doesn't count because that, air, that airport too is kind of a hot mess. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy. It absolutely <laughs> yeah. is. Um, yeah, I'll have to get out there. I really do. Um, so what are some of the key aspects, uh, you know, that people should know about maybe pursuing something similar to you? Because I, I'm, I know you coach, you know, a lot of people and there's, what are some things, yeah, that, that come to mind? Perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it's like, it makes me think of when I started the blog and I just started feeling excited and pulled to follow that. It's like following your passions, following what actually brings joy to you, what makes you feel light, even if it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. take those actions because they are leading you somewhere. They're leading you somewhere that maybe you're not ready to know where it's taking you. Yet. Yeah. 
you know, but step by step by step C. It's like even with this podcast, oh, maybe mm-hmm. then tomorrow or after this conversation, you'll be like, where is this leading me? Like, is is yeah. is this actually more than what I thought? Like, is this maybe calling me to write a book or maybe I have a story to share or maybe, oh my gosh, I want to share my transformation. You just never know where, where your passions are leading you. And so I always say that like what lights us up is lighting, it's lighting the way. What lights you up is lighting the way. Actually, I've never worded it like that, but that's really <laughs> good. I'm going to do a, a quote on that later on my feet. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like following that passion, that light, that joy within us is the way. It's the way to our highest life. It's the way to our highest self. It's the way to our highest freedom in this physical world. And so it's even starting to think it's like, if your current life is not bringing you joy, then there likely is because there's something more that's pulling you forward. Yeah. And and that's a gift, feeling uncomfortable, feeling stagnant, feeling like all of the things that anyone listening to this might be feeling right now. Um, that's not joy. That's not freedom. That's not happiness. It's a gift and ask and sit with that. It's like, what is this pulling me forward into? Because if you were comfortable, you would stay. And maybe there's something more that your soul came here to do in this lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And a big thing too, is like pulling myself out of my comfort zone. Um, because you know, I find it amazing. You do public speaking and everything that scares me to my core. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my biggest fear. Really? That's amazing. I mean, it's it's just crazy. It shows how much like you've learned and how much you've built up your, your, you know, your confidence and love Mm -hmm. yourself and who cares what other think? Like, this is me. I'm, I'm, you know, and I have a problem with that, which I've, I've come a long way. And I think, um, another reason why I wanted to do is just like, have fun with it. Number one, but also, um, you know, build up that confidence a lot more. Um, it is a scary thing. I'm putting, I'm being very vulnerable. Um, you know, I'm sharing things about my life that I never really did before mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Um, a lot of people who are probably just listening are my friends and family, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's really just going to help me grow as a person and learn from, you know, other such as yourself who are on, like, it's so amazing that I, I, you know, I got you to come on because I've been following you for, for the past, like, you know, three, four years since you've moved to California and it's, it's a very Aww. inspiring. So. Yay. Um, well, it's all that. for a reason too, you know? It's all for a reason because there's something more that's even pulling you beyond this. And it's, it's cool to look at the transformation and too. And like all the stuff I talk about and teach is so something that I live every day because I wasn't a girl that could speak on stage. In fact, that was one of my biggest fears, even a few, only a few years ago. I remember even after I moved to California, I sat at a workshop and it was about speaking and yeah. Um, I went to it and I'm like, okay, I know cause I'm being shown visions that that's what I need to step into, but I'm like, fuck, really? I don't really want to be doing this like oh, at all. Yeah. I'm like, no, you got the wrong girl. You're giving me these visions of me being on stage. No, no, no. That's somebody else. That's not, that's not for me. You got the wrong person. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know that that's what I'm being shown. That's where I'm going to lead into. And it terrified me so much. I couldn't even raise my hand in class. I, I hated speaking even in my corporate job even though like I hated when people were just looking at me, like I, I, I would turn red and I just, I like, it was so bad. Oh yeah. And, and I'm like, so people would go on stage. I remember someone went on stage at this um, workshop I was at, actually it wasn't really a stage, but in the room and he stood up and he said, I had public speaking fear worse than anyone. And I'm like, yeah, right. I was thinking in my head, mine is way worse. He just has no idea how yeah. bad my fear is. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you guys, this was only like three years ago. 
So wow. I, yeah, a little That's over incredible. Years, probably. Yeah. And so I, the thing is, is we can become anyone that we want to be. We can become any version of ourselves that we can see in our mind's eye that we want to create and design because, mm -hmm. because we're not just this human body. Yeah. And, and this concept might, might be new for some or, or really just eye-opening for some that we're, we are more than this physical reality. We are more than just a human. We're a soul having a human experience. Yeah. And when you can remember that, then you can design yourself to be whoever you want to be. And you can undo those fears. So for me, it was like looking underneath the surface. Well, why am I afraid of being seen in public and speaking in public? What's the underlying fear of that? Like what belief or story do I have about myself? Mm -hmm. And I realized I was really attached to the story that I was the shy girl growing up mm -hmm. and that I had no confidence. And I was afraid of people judging me or I was afraid of looking stupid or I was afraid of not knowing what to say. And like once I was able to identify that and like just really give myself some love and yeah. say I'm not gonna choose that anymore. There you have an important message to share. When you face that fear, it starts to just shake off. Yeah. And so I had to just face the fear eventually. I had to, mm -hmm. I remember the first time I led in front of a group was um, maybe like 15 women and I led a meditation and I was so scared. And by the end, I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. And then the next time was a little big bit of a bigger group. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait a second. After my knees stopped shaking about 90 seconds in, I actually didn't want to get off the stage. It was addicting. And then the wow. next, next time I shared, fears still came up. And I'm like, I don't want to do this today. And I'm like, nope, this is just fear. Yes, you want to share your message. And then amazing things, of course, happen when I shared at that event. Oh, that's it's amazing. Just, the fear has been there for me. So I, it's important for people to know that because they're like, oh, it's just easier for her. She's like some weird, like, magical creature that <laughs> no one, because people will tell me that. I don't see my, I see everyone the same way. And it's just a choice to face the fear, to move it along, move it aside and keep moving. And again, in time, you become confident, right? It's like, think about something that you are doing right now that once you once didn't have the confidence to do, or you once didn't think was possible, right? Even, even being in your partnership, maybe at one point you're like, does this kind of man exist, right? Or does this kind of job right. exist? And you're here, right? So it's like the same yeah. for everything. I want people to just really know that and understand that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, it's it's also too in terms of like of relationships is knowing what you like, you know, you talked a little bit about this, knowing what you deserve and loving yourself in order to attract that. But yeah, I I was always I was always thinking I didn't deserve specific amazing men, you know. I was always going for what I was marrying, you know. I was yeah. very low confidence and attracting all the wrong people. Um, and then I, I will say I got a quite a bit of a break to just like self-reflect a lot and what, you know, why am I going for these exact same men and everything? Um, you know, like going to that medium, um, you know, a few years ago changed my whole life really in, in terms of that area. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's huge. It's a big, once you take the time to just reflect and get honest with yourself, then you can start to make the changes. 
Absolutely. Pulling all those layers back and everything. Yeah. Identifying, like you said, the the root, like, why am, why do I think I'm feeling like this? And that's really hard for a lot of people. They're like, oh, no, I'm just scared of public speaking, but there's a reason for it. Yeah. And yeah, I need to dive into that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, because you might find some gold in there, right? And be like, oh, wait, it's the same thing as this old story with the relationship. It really is. It's the same process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so you had the opportunity, um, you know, as mentioned in sport, you know, hundreds of women around the world around, you know, embodying their highest selves and create thriving businesses. So, you know, you have a niche obviously for working with women. How would you describe this? Yeah, it is honestly, Stephanie, it's so hard to describe in a very brief way of what I do, but so I'll share it. And I stole this from my mentors of how she expresses it too, because it is so hard for me. I'm going to tell you what I'm really passionate about. I'm really passionate about helping women feel alive within themselves and to use their voice for good in the world and to also make a lot of money doing it because we get to have both. So we're, we are high end women. We are high value women who are not only changing the world, we're changing ourselves in the process. And we hold ourselves not to standards of perfection, but we hold ourselves to standards of we're not settling. We're not going to settle and we're going to be an example for the rest of the world. What it's like to lead with love, what it's like to lead with integrity, what it's like to be connected to our soul and our higher self and to, and to bring her into this body mm-hmm. and to start to live as her. And that we're going to be examples of what's possible again for the world. So we're going to dream really big and then we're going to step into those dreams and we're going to help other people do the same thing. And we, as we live as our highest selves and our most expanded selves, and we live with purpose, we will change the world. We will change the world. And not just even through our clients and who we support that way, but just by being you out in the world. Like even when you walk into target and you're in the checkout line and you're holding a certain vibration, right. About yourself, you're blessing people with your light you know, so you don't even have to say anything and people, you can change someone's life just by walking by them. I fully believe that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm passionate about that. And, you know, there's a big esoteric piece to this as well. Um, Mm -hmm. in that I do believe that again, we're more than just this body and that we can become whoever we design ourselves to be. We can become whoever, and we're not defined by our past. It's a beautiful story that we carry with us as lessons and now we can take it and we can turn it into gold and then we can change the world. And you can make a lot of money doing it too. You can be a millionaire if you want to be. Uh, yeah. Just a decision. Just a decision, right? It's a choice. Right. It's a decision. And then we have to let go of all the fear, the stories, the judgment, the guilt about wanting that kind of life. And then step and go for it and let go of all the stories. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so scary. And, and I know in your bio and I was reading about, about you and how you got to this amazing spot, um, you know, you were, you were talking a lot about, Hey, I, I started this whole business with like five cents in my account or something like that. You said something like I got to a point where I was like hustling, hustling. And I looked at my account. I was five cents. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. My I first like, year of entrepreneurship, I had five cents in my bank account in one moment. It was the moment it all took off too. Funny uh, enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, a lot of people are scared of that. Like, you know, financially, oh, I want to start my own business. I want to start my own business, but you know, they're scared, but you know, you're an, a perfect example of somebody who's like, I, you know, I started from, I hate to say this. I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, well, truly. And, and I'm grateful for that story as painful as it was, but I left my corporate job about two years into 
building my business. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not focusing all of my energy here. This isn't getting moving. I know what it's going to take for me is to just go all in. And I didn't have any money saved, which I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you have to be in a very special vibration to be able to leave with no money saved and trust it's going to work out. This, and I didn't really tell people because I didn't want other people's fear to, to wash over my decision. I wanted to follow my guidance and my gut and what I was being shown to do. And that was leave and then like leap in the net will appear. Let's, let's be an example for that for the world and show them what's possible with it. And I've been building my audience already. So I already had an audience. Yeah. I just wasn't making money because I wasn't believing in myself enough and my energy wasn't in full alignment and I wasn't fully committed. And so that year ended up being a six figure year when I left, but there were in my business, but there were moments, there was a moment I literally, there's one moment I overdrafted actually too. Mm-hmm. But the defining moment was when I was at a coffee shop one day. I looked down at my to buy my coffee and my car got declined. And I'm like, huh? Interesting. I guess some payment went through I forgot about or whatever. Right. And I didn't know where my money was going to be coming from. Like a client hadn't paid an invoice or something, like something, but I didn't really have a bunch of clients at that time. I think I only had like one or two going at that moment. And so I didn't know how I was going to pay for my bills. Like I didn't know I needed to have like a few thousand dollars by the next week for all of my stuff. And I didn't have any way that that was going to come in, but that was the moment that actually everything took off for me because it was the moment that I, I put my stake in the ground. I committed and I said, no, I believe in my work. I believe in myself. I believe in what I'm sharing. It works. It really truly works when you embody it and God source divine angels. What do I need to do to get this moving? And Mm -hmm. I audibly heard like, get into your heart get into your heart and run like your heart is on fire mm-hmm. because I was focused on taking a lot of action, which I was doing, but it wasn't yielding the results I wanted. And I, and I realized and this is what I teach is the missing piece was the energy behind the belief in myself, my worth. again, going back to worth, worth of my work, the worth of all the things I share. Cause my clients were getting amazing results. It was just going through a little lull yeah. at the time, which was a big lesson. And so when I did that, when I got myself into alignment, when I got my mindset in alignment too with all of this, it ended up being a twenty thousand near twenty thousand dollar month in my business. I looked back two and a half weeks later, I'm like, holy shit, I just did nineteen thousand four hundred dollars in sales. And then the next month my business did forty one thousand dollars in sales. And wow. before I yeah, before I knew it, in four and a half months, I think it was a hair under five months, my business did six figures, over six figures in sales. And could you imagine if I would have backed away when the five cents was in there? Oh, oh. Right? oh my God. It's it so amazing. Gosh, go, you go girl. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little crazy. Like the story's a little crazy. Um, but it's, it goes to show you that we have everything that we need within ourselves mm-hmm. to be able to be the source even of our abundance. It comes from within ourselves. And so I love teaching on that because the story's crazy. And it, although it was hard at the time, I'm grateful for it because it shows other people what's possible when you commit and you don't give up. Yep, absolutely. Well, I know, um, and I love all that. So thanks for sharing um, mm, that yeah. story. And um, you touched on a little bit about, you know, um, this, but, you know, after reading some stuff and, and you talked about um, going all, all the wrong relationships, right? Yeah. A lot of my podcasts around relationships. Yeah. So you found yourself on a lot of those one-sided relationships with all the wrong men, which a lot of women do. How has, you know, dating changed for you since then? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I am definitely very mindful about who gets let in my energy and in my space. 
And so I'm very clear about how I want to feel in an experience and what kind of man is required to yeah. be in my energy. And for me to, to date, I'm, I, I don't like using, and I really want to give permission, people permission to let go of using the term picky. It's mm-hmm. not, it's just what is in alignment for you. Yeah. And so for me, it's been getting very clear on what that is and only opening for space for that. So mm-hmm. for me, what dating looks like now is like deep, a deep soul connection with somebody, right? Who's able to see me and meet me where I'm at. And I'm not going to say that there's not a lot of people who are able to meet me where I'm at, but I only, I know that when I meet my ultimate partner, mm-hmm. which I know is without a shadow of a doubt is going to happen mm-hmm. is that, that he's the match. Like we only really truly need to have one match right in the end. Absolutely. I would say it only yeah. takes one. Right. It only takes yeah. one. And I fully mm-hmm. believe that there is a person out there for everyone. And usually there's multiple, it depends on each person's kind of soul plan and their path and what they agreed to in this lifetime. I know that there is actually one person that I'm lining up with. Um, mm-hmm because I've been shown it. And that's like a whole nother podcast episode in itself. Um, oh, so, <laughs> listen in. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because in the, in the meantime, because you know he has his journey and I have my journey and in the perfect divine timing, which isn't necessarily on a certain date, it's just when we're both ready. Um, I've actually been shown the partner I'm gonna end up with is in a relationship right now. So whenever the, he goes through his process mm-hmm. and all of that as well. So it's funny the past like, this year, I'm like, I've kept myself open for dating and I've experienced a couple experiences, but mm-hmm. they ended up being more just soul friends rather than turning into something super romantic. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's also okay to just allow yourself to date too, even. So I've been even recently, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm open to having even experiences that could help prepare me even better mm-hmm. for the person my ultimate person because to each person, even if you're like, okay, I want to deal with this person is waste my time. No, no, no. Always a lesson. There's always a little golden nugget that you can learn from that experience. That's going to help you clarify more of what you really truly desire in a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And also if anything gets triggered, it's just showing you what you need to heal. Right. If it's like triggering, oh, I'm not good enough for this person or this or that it's helping prepare you. And so I also see it as, you know, kissing frogs, I guess I'm being told. Um, there's, it's really not, you know, it's, it's, it's all a preparation, but I think it's very important to get clear about what you're going to make yourself available for and don't say yes to anything that doesn't match that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with timing 100%. Yes. So do you, and I, some people hate or love this question. Do you believe in like your soulmate then? Like there is that? Yeah. For me, I've been shown there is one person yeah. I'm lining yep. up with. So there are, many of us have multiple soulmates and it depends on where you're vibrating at. It depends on what kind, what, um, what, how much you're loving yourself, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who, who they, they do settle in marriage. They settle in that. Um, There are different levels of what's possible Mm -hmm. for love and what's being birthed in what I know I have chosen to be an example for is this divine counterpart union that is Mm -hmm. being birthed on this planet where it's two souls who are choosing to be in their potential, which that never really ends. We're always growing. So we never reach the state where we're like, I'm perfect now. Um, <laughs> True. Souls who came to grow together and share a mission on this planet. Like there's a lot of those unions that are being birthed right now. And so I know that 
there is one person that I'm specifically lining up with in, in this lifetime and that it's happening no matter, like I just, there's, it's taken me a lot to come to this place and a lot of things I've had to work through, but that would be something separate to even talk about. But, <laughs> um, sure. but for some people we do have, we, there are, there isn't necessarily just one option and they can all be equally as amazing. Some have multiple options depending on your soul and what you came in to experience. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, there are these unions where you have these soul connections with people that where you meet them, you can call them a soulmate, where you meet them and you just, you feel at home with them. You just, mm-hmm. it's like those, you know, when people say they know right away, because there's a soul recognition that's happening when you're meeting a certain person, right? There's a recognition that happens. It's a remembrance because you've danced together in other lifetimes mm-hmm. and your souls know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love that. My friend, my friend, uh, Ashley will love all this. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's, she loves this stuff. And, um, yeah, we talk a lot about like your soulmate and all that and like, how she felt that feeling. Yeah. When she met her yeah. Husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to, um, ask just a couple more questions. Um, and, uh, around like, maybe a big challenge you've helped one of your clients through, I, you know, I don't know how much you can share on that and what the outcome was. Ooh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Let yeah. me think of something that is, let me think of one specifically. <laughs> well, I'm going to share something that just happened last night because it's at the top of my mind. So, um, as I've mentioned, I, I teach women how to be spiritual coaches. So all the stuff we're talking about today, helping people, helping others lead others into their highest selves. But in that process, it's not just learning about how to be a coach and you learn these skills. You're going through your own metamorphosis yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can walk your talk even with clients that you're able to say, I've lived this, this, um, healing process, or I've lived through this mindset work. I've lived through the manifestation process. So I understand, and I can speak from experience, right. And I can speak from embodying what, you know, the lessons and things like that. And one of the coolest things is getting to hear feedback from these women. So last night they were um, doing a live video in the group. It's a group experience that everyone gets to know each other and they get super close and they were sharing on, they do live videos in our Facebook community. So they're sharing last night that they were looking back at, they're about three months into the program and it's actually, it's turning into an eight month program now, but this round is about seven month program, but they, so they're not even halfway through and they're like, holy crap, I looked back on my intentions from the beginning of this, uh, taking this. Mm-hmm. And I do not feel at all the same way that I felt coming in. Like, I know my worth. I feel confident. I feel at peace. I feel these things. I feel like I can do anything. And I actually really love myself. And I'm like sitting there bawling, crying last night, like watching these. I'm like, this is so powerful because it's been so powerful for me and being able to now share this with others and see mm-hmm how that impacts everything for them in their lives and what they're experiencing, their relationships. Now they're going to be building a business. So stepping in from a place of worth and embodiment Mm -hmm. is wild to think what can happen in only a few months. So that's one thing. And then one other story I feel called to share too is I also, so my mastermind is where I serve higher level female entrepreneurs who are you know, they're, they already believe in themselves and they're just ready to take their business up to a next level. Okay. One of, one of the women's actually multiple in my current group just hit the multiple six figure mark in their business. And last year they were in like 30 K or something in their business. And, um, two of my current ones just hit 
one is almost at the 300k mark and one's almost or just hit the 200k mark in her business and you know a lot of this has to do with yes you must take action and have strategy but a lot of it's the energy work the inner work the belief Mm -hmm. the manifestation the design of their destiny and so that's also been so rewarding to see these amazing women like own themselves and then the results too in their business Oh my gosh, it must be such an uh, amazing experience to see them like have this light and they like, turn it on and they're like, no, I can do this. It's yeah. just like, I'm like, I'm a confident, like bad ass woman, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, you know, and I feel like, you know, that that's probably one of the biggest things. And, and I, just, a question, I guess, is the confidence is just, yeah. it seems like it's, it keeps being brought up is yeah, a lot of people is. just don't see it. Yeah, feel it. Right. And it's because we think based on our past experiences that Mm. let's say, for example, you got left out when you were a kid. And so you grab this story of people don't like me or I'm weird or something like that. Yeah, You might have that one experience and it was so traumatic for us as children that we then we grab a hold of that and we think it's who we are. So we think that story is who we are, that I'm the person that gets left out or I'm the person who's not good enough. I'm the person who and we are the ones I just got chills down my legs. It's mm-hmm. we create the meaning in that moment that we're not enough. Like we're the ones that saying like, Oh, that must mean I'm not enough, but that's just mm-hmm. your own story. We yep. get to choose in that moment, how we're going to feel about other people's behavior because other people's behavior is usually just a projection of their own pain. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, so, and then it's a projection of our pain too. And then again, we, we create these cycles and a lot of times we learn these two from our parents. We take on things from our parents, from our family as children, as, as stories. And we carry the pain too of our parents Mm -hmm. and witness their relationships. Right. And this is about rewriting a new story for yourself Mm -hmm. and feeling through the old one and letting it go. And when we do that, who are you on the other side? Who are you on the other side of the story? That's not inspiring that you're living right now. Mm Because it's not really who you are. Who you are is infinite and enough and worthy and able to create anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. You said that about that. You're, you know, you hold on to those childhood experiences, right? Just being, you know, and, and I go see, um, you know, a therapist once in a while, just like, yeah, shoot the shit really, because, you know, I don't want to just like lean on my family and friends all like on things that are going through my mind, you know, and I think it's amazing. Um, oh. I was able to dial into just a, this one memory, you know, and I think I was like in middle school. I was like, was one memory that really affected me yeah. for years and years. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah. Identifying that is the hardest part, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then just getting bold enough to feel whatever you need to feel when that story comes up. Right. And not shame ourselves for having the emotions or the anger or the pain, but instead like letting yourself feel it, letting it pass through you. Mm-hmm. And then just saying, I'm, I'm going to unsubscribe from this story moving forward. And I'm not going to create this again. Yep. You know, giving yourself what you need instead of like giving yourself what you needed in that moment, maybe that you didn't get from those people. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, I know, uh, you know, you mentioned some books, right, that you were diving into when you were first getting into, um, you know, being a, like a business life coach. And uh, do you have like maybe any books that you would recommend, like some of my listeners, which are probably getting all my friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm, let me think. It's been so long. Uh, well, I'm going to be writing a book soon. So there's that. But in the beginning, oh my God, it, that's awesome. Yeah. In the beginning, uh, what one of the books that really changed my life when I was going through the worthiness stuff was a book by Gabrielle Bernstein called Spirit Junkie. 
It's okay. all about self-love and expecting miracles. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really beautiful book. That one, I remember even giving it to a lot of some of my beginning clients to, it really changed my life. So that's one that I would I highly recommend. And then another book I loved was by Wayne Dyer called The Power of Intention. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. And another one that I love is by Abraham Hicks and it's called Ask and It Is Given. That's mm -hmm. a really great one too. And it's all about power of like manifestation and being able to command forth your reality. Yeah. So the combination of all of those is really great too because the Wayne Dyer book, um, Power of Intention is just, it's really great for someone who's new to this stuff. It's not as like woo-woo spiritual, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so it's, it's and digestible and he just has such a peaceful energy. And then again, the Gabby book, that is like so great if you're struggling with codependency in relationships or in your personal life or not owning your worth in relationships mm -hmm. and it's in life in itself. So yeah, those are three life-changing ones. The combination of all those together will really help someone. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I truly, truly, um, do you want to, you know, share anything else for my listeners who are mostly women? Yeah. Uh, maybe leave with one piece of advice, I guess. Yeah, sure. Well, what I would have you do is close your eyes mm -hmm. and take a breath in. And I want you to visualize the highest, most illuminated version of yourself. Visualize who she is or he is. And just take a moment to connect with that. Connect with that now. Connect with that this week. And I want you to know that whoever that version of you that you see, that's actually your true self. That's your true self. And that's who you are being guided right now to leap into, to step into, to take action towards, to become. That's the true version of you. Everything else we can work through, we can let go so that you can, because you, you are worthy of living your highest and best life as your best self. Nothing less. We're not available for anything less. <laughs> I love and, that. Yes. And even too, is just inviting this week for even your angels, your team, your guides, whatever you believe in the universe, God, source, to show you even more of what's meant for you. Just invite and ask, show me more of what's meant for me. Mm -hmm. Show me what's possible for my life. Show me who I really am without this pain from my past. Show me who I really am and just start noticing what comes up. Start noticing songs that catch your attention or mm -hmm. on a billboard or a magazine or in a store or numbers you see on your phone, like 1111. Start noticing those signs and those winks from your soul, from the universe, from your higher power that are always guiding you. And know that you, yeah, you are, you are worth it, girl. You're worth it. I love it. Well, yes. I really, really appreciate your time you took today. Um, you know, I, I love how passionate you are about your work and inspiring people, um, you know, especially women. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to hear more, you know, men's, you know, perspective too. You have yeah. on your podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of free content on my podcast too, like solo casts that I've done as well for more inspiration about my story too. If anyone's interested, the illuminated woman is called. Check her out on Instagram too at the Amanda Merritt. Yay. And, uh, 